Be still and know that God is here. Be still and know that God is here. Be still and know that God is here. In the name of the Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. Amen. Which parade will we be a part of today as we head into Jerusalem with Jesus for the last time? Remember, there are two parades going on at the same time today. In their now seminal work, The Last Week, theologians Marcus Borg and John Dominic Crossan remind us of this important and sometimes overlooked part of today's Palm Sunday narrative. They explained that coming from the West, there is an elaborate royal parade flaunting the unquestionable imperial power of Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor. It is an exorbitant, outrageous, over-the-top, inflated demonstration of both imperial power and imperial theology. Roman imperial power oozes out of this particular parade. Surrounding Pilate are scores of exquisitely adorned horses, elaborately clad soldiers, displaying their weapons and their military might. Their mission is to reinforce the authority during large gatherings, and at this one particularly, remember the festival of Passover lest any civil disobedience or disturbance erupt, or perhaps a nonviolent protest or two, just in case they are ready to keep the peace. But that's not all. Imperial theology is also underscored through this display of military might. Remember, according to this theology, the emperor is not simply the ruler of Rome, but also considered the son of God. Through the legacy of previous generations, Pilate's status embodies not only a rival social order, but also a rival theology. But at the very same time, on the opposite side of town, a very different kind of parade is taking place. Coming from the east was a simply dressed man seated on a donkey. That's it. To be sure this too is pre-planned as an event of sorts, we just heard in the 11th chapter of Mark the instructions that Jesus gives to his two disciples to make the preparations, albeit a bit less dramatic. Simply go to town, fetch me a colt, bring it back, and we're good to go. This scene must have had been a stark contrast in simplicity and purpose. Here comes one man with no special costume or entourage other than followers walking by his side. As they walk, people lay down garments and palm branches to minimize the dust, making it hard to see, making it hard to breathe. This one-man show is void of anything fancy, and yet it, too, attracts the attention of many onlookers and garners the crowd's willingness to shout and cheer. Riding into town on a donkey is now an infamous man, a heretic to some, 
a prophet and healer to others, and clearly a threat and a nuisance to the religious rulers and the government. The purpose of this East Side Parade couldn't be more different than what was happening over on the West Side. I think this parade is about everything God wants us to be about, to welcome into our lives through the kinship of God. I think this East Side Parade is about what we dream about, isn't it? Speaking truth to power, revolutionary love, moral imagination, and yes, becoming beloved community. This East Side Parade seems to be about igniting hope for the oppressed who yearn for racial and economic justice then just as much as now. Peace, equity, and freedom from oppressive regimes just as much now as then. So what side of town, East or West, do we find ourselves on this morning? Is it obvious where we stand? Is it obvious where we gravitate? I wonder if we could sneak over and just take a little peek on the West side, even if our hearts yearn to be on the East side. I ask this because I wonder if you have had the same experience that I have had from time to time in my life. When I have been silent, using my place of privilege to absent myself from speaking out. Those are the moments that I find myself in the West Side Parade. How many times have I found myself jeering on the sidelines of that West Side Parade because it's so easy to say that that repulses me instead of heading over to the East Side of town where I could give up my coat so that someone else might be able to breathe. We live in the paradox of this juxtaposition, don't we? Locating our conflicting needs and wants up against our core values and our beliefs at times. The beauty of this moment may in fact be its exquisite clarity that we do indeed have free will and choices to make, neither of which is void of hardship. To follow the pomp and circumstance of Pilate over on the West Side Parade will no doubt bring instant gratification and at least the appearance of success and triumph. And yet we know all too well that the ending of the story of that parade is not grounded in sustainable life-giving results. To follow the man on the East Side on the donkey today will lead us into a story of utter violence, tragedy, and violent death. The difference here is that our ancestors tell us that the East Side Parade is not the end of the story. And in order for us to die to self, we must stand and then walk towards the cross with Jesus. This way of love is grounded in forgiveness and connection to each other and to all of creation. Rarely in our lives are the choices we make so uncomplicated that we can rest in the assurance that if we are seeing ourselves in the way that God sees us, our feet will always, our feet and our heart will always guide us to be a part 
of the East Side Parade. Our faith journey includes the gift of choice and intention in order to seek out the narrow, unmarked alley leading to Jesus on his donkey. My prayer for us today is that we will, together, choose the path that Jesus forges us to take in these, his last steps among us. To do so, we need community. We need stories. We need love. We need all of our uncertainty, our belief, our doubts, our questions, our fears, our faithfulness, our shared tears, and our deep affection for one another. So my friends, as we begin Holy Week this year, may we commit ourselves to following Jesus to and through the cross, trusting in the power and promises of this countercultural, radically inclusive, outrageously generous and extravagantly compassionate teacher, friend, redeemer, and savior. Jesus Christ. Walk the way of love this week, traveling mercies. May it be so.